Three, two, one. No, no, hey, Zombros fans. No, you yeah, I started. I started. You, you, you uh, pressured Anderson. me. You pressured I'm me. I'm You're not, live. I'm hey, not. Zombros fans. Right, also toys. I'm back here to another week of Zombros podcast. I'm slurring my words. I'm going crazy. John's got me going. It's zombies is back, baby. Absolutely ecstatic. Like Texas zombies mm. is back. What, what, what about Texas? I don't get that reference. What is that? Texas reference? is back. Texas, Texas beat uh, TCU last night, so Texas is back. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Good for them. Good for football. I oh man. You know how disappointed I am that football season's back. I can't stand football season. Oh, I hear I hear Echo. Fuck, I hear you. You hear me? Shut oh, up. T- turn it off. Hey, Shut how's it going? So there we go. Uh to let you guys know, we are now live on Spotify. The link is in the yes, description. I feel I feel like we're a legit podcast now. Really? Like like, like iTunes we're, didn't we're do it real... for you? No, no, because any old like any any schmuck can get on iTunes. Like iTunes isn't hard. Spotify has a reputation of being difficult to get onto. Yeah, and you were like, not. "Oh, John, I'm gonna try to get us on Spotify." And I'm like, "All right, Reed, that's nice. You try to do that. Good luck. Yep. You won't get on Spotify." But now we're and you did it in like a day. Yeah, I figured out it's not as hard as it used to be hard. But in 2015, uh, they uh, made it a little easier. And I don't know when the last update is. They made it extremely easy through any of the third party websites to get on. So. Yeah, so we're on Spotify now. We're like yes. a legit podcast, so you can go check that out. 123 we're episodes in. Come on. We got to be a legit podcast by now. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We didn't start taking this shit seriously till like two months ago. Yeah, that's actually super Three fair. Three months ago. That's really fair. Yeah. Now we're real. We've got, we've got artwork. We do. We are on. We've got a Patreon. We do. We've got got one of those things. Check out the Patreon. We've got... um. We got all sorts of cool stuff. Ooh, I want to make a quick mention of uh, the Patreon. And... Yeah, yeah. So we do we do monthly AMAs on oh, the yeah, Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the first month is a work in progress right now, but I've created a private subreddit just for patrons. So if you go, if you're a patron and you have access to the AMAs, there's a tab called like monthly AMA. If you go in there, click the link to the to the um to the subreddit that I created. If you send a mod message oh, to me, I'm going to add you, and then you'll have permanent access to that subreddit, and that's where we're going to be hosting the AMAs. So if you want to get involved in the AMAs, go there and send me a mod message on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, we have uh, the exclusive bonus episode that launched uh, the Ooh, day yeah. the 9 trailer came out. So it's about 40 minutes of just breaking down the 9 trailer. So for 5 bucks yeah, a month. Go, we go f- 5 bucks a month. We go frame by frame of the nine trailer. You can get our not exactly live reactions, but pretty damn close to live. Live and really detailed analysis of everything in that trailer and what we're thinking. So any of the Patreon supporters really got a nice treat to a nice in-depth review of all that. My apologies. I had the wrong screen up. I was uh, messing around with other things inside. So a link to the Patreon is in the description. It is. So we kind of have a format that we're going to figure out eventually. We do want to bring that on the house series back where every week we talk about a feature and critique it and then add, say how we can fix it or what we like about it and so on and so forth. I think you guys should get used to it at this point that the intros is kind of like a catch up. How have you been, John? Like, how's the week going? Any stories, something of interest before we dive into zombies for an hour and a half. I'm doing well. You're, you're I'm surviving. Glad with I'm glad you caught up with me. All right. Very, very I good. Got, um, I, well, got a, I got a stressful week of two exams coming up. Yeah. Uh, paper on Wednesday. You know what the fucking worst thing in the world is? I have tickets to go see J. Cole on Friday. Okay. 730. Yep. 
and um, I have an exam that ends at seven fifteen. Oh, so I'm literally going to my exam and then booking it over to the concert. So you might be all right though, because sometimes when you take college exams, you finish way way earlier than the time allotted. But then I don't know. Oh, no, no, this, not this, this one. Will require, this will require the entire allotted time. Yeah, it's a CS exam, so that's pretty different. Yeah. Okay. Um, give you a little preview of what's coming too. We're gonna get into the Mad Hatter trailer a little bit, but not as much. You should check it out. The exclusive bonus episode for that. Um. Excuse me, the transit bus being added to blackout, maybe, question mark. We'll get to that. And the Jason Blund- excuse me, God. Jason Blundell interview where he talks about the chaos story getting crazier, um, how they changed some things in the sense of uh, leaderboards and tracking that type of stuff, um, all the hardest challenges yet, and many, many more th- awesome details Jason revealed. So you want to stick around for all that good stuff. It's going to be a banger. Uh, where am I in the video? I guess you can't really make it out on the video here, but on my nose, do you see that? I have uh, a cut. Yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot to ask you about that. What happened? So in the past week, here's a fun story about how lame Reed is. Um, a couple, I, I'm listening to a podcast with, or no, Netflix special. I was going through a whole bunch of stand-up on Netflix, and then one of them was talking about, who was it? It was, uh, oh, goodness, it's not Mike Birbiglia. It's another one. And he was talking about how he did a stand-up at a dinner for Mariah Carey and some billionaire. And, like, Eddie Murphy was there, and he was just dying. And then, like, the billionaire was like, I didn't want this. And Mariah Carey just, like, on seven Xanax, and she zoned out. Oh, great. Something just got knocked out there. What was that? No! Just killed the camera. I don't know. You're you're frozen on my end. Yep, give me a second. Have we lost Reed? No, you didn't lose me. The, Six uh, minutes into the show, I think that's a record. You can hear me. Don't give me that shit. I know you can hear what? me. What? Reed, are you there? Stop are it. You're there? an asshole. <laughs> Stop. The sound of the camera aren't matching up. Is that true? Uh, oh, no. Are you sure? Really? I don't sound know. is out of sync? No. No. There might have been a hundred millisecond delay on mine. I just turned that off. But I don't think um, that's what they're talking about. No, mine's. Let me just come on. Back. Just when we were becoming a professional podcast. Oh, uh, well, I have this new soundboard I was trying out, but screw Reed for trying to sound better. So here we go. Going back to the old one. Here we go. One second. We'll do it live. I'm still a professional podcast on my end. Reed's end is not a professional podcast. Uh, while Reed's settling that, we'll get, while Reed's settling that, we'll get into the John Bros podcast, where where today we're going to be discussing You're stopping. My, Can you hear me? Uh, hatred for MLS referee Mark Geiger and his oh recent God. terrible no call as the video assistant referee against the Philadelphia Hello. Union, in which Oliver Embatio gets bodied. Oh, I wonder if it's and just yet there is a no call. Absolute bullshit. Why would that terrible? Can you believe it, guys? I mean, in 2018, we should have better refereeing. Oh, they're saying the sound was not out of sync. No, what do you mean the sound wasn't out of sync? God damn it. So you got bamboozled? Uh, All right. Yeah, I I thought that would be whatever. Fucking Christ. Whatever. We're on the other one. I can go back and forth. Tell me, is there any difference, by the way? Do you hear any difference from... No. Okay, then I'll keep the board over there. You I don't could know have how to not mess. told me you changed anything, and I don't think I would have noticed. Yeah, all right. Well, you guys in chat can let me know and lie to me like you always do anyway, so no difference. Story time continuing. So, Reed was... See, this is perfect. It just proves what an idiot I am. 
Oh my god, you guys look up to me for all this uh, amazing zombies content and in-depth stuff, but boy oh boy am I a normal human like the rest of you. I get upstairs after listening to this guy talking about uh, bombing, basically, in front of people like his idol, Eddie Murphy, and being in this weird scenario where there's like Al Pacino's there, and all of a sudden Leonardo DiCaprio comes in with like two women on his arms, he's like starts talking to everybody wishing him a happy birthday and looks over as this comedian supposed to be doing his bit he's like who's this guy what are you doing here and everyone's like i don't know what he's doing here i'm like i could the way he was doing this bit i could feel the anxiety and just like the stress of being in front of like all these crazy famous people like not like oh my god crazy famous but like crazy famous people and trying to do stand-up in front of them because i think mariah carey often like sixty thousand dollars to do 12 minutes of stand-up and he's just like fuck this is totally not gonna work so I, that's playing in my head, and I'm I'm literally like putting myself in that situation. Like, what would it be like to be stuck in like in trying to perform in front of that type of group of people? It's just like, and then I start getting into like, maybe is that why Tom Cruise is crazy? Like, I'm going down a rabbit hole of just celebrities being crazy as I'm bringing boxes up and cleaning the basement out, and I'm breaking down boxes. There's a windstorm going on. It knocked off my power the other day, so I'm trying to hurry up. The wind's blowing. The rain's coming down. I'm breaking down the boxes outside for where the garbage is. All that's going through my head. Then as I walk back in the house... I walk straight into my screen door because I didn't realize the screen door was pulled. I didn't see it at all. I hit it so hard that my nose starts bleeding there. I feel it down my spine and my entire neck got like whiplash for a day. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so stupid. I am so dumb. And the day before that, my dog jumped headfirst into that screen. I'm just like, <laughs> stupid dog. Why would you do that? You're adorable. And then I do it the next day. And then the next morning, she does it again. So I don't think the screen is deceptive. I think the owner and the dog are both stupid. <laughs> I think I taught her well to be a moron. Congrats. For there we go. You're a great parent. Yep. I am... We both have stomach problems, which is great. She had parvo and she has GI tract problems. And my mom's just like, look at you two are one the same. Doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, right. My family likes taking the piss out of me about that. It's Anywho. A combination. Yeah, it's something else. Let's talk about uh, Mad Hatter trailer. That's playing on Ooh. loop in the background right now. I do like, uh, like you point out, I bitched on the podcast how the promotional art looks so much better than them standing still inside yep. blackout they look gorgeous now i mean not not as good I mean, as the artwork but much yeah, better than before week, last week we were talking about how lame they look just kind of chilling in blackout but that was just a symptom i think of just the models just yeah. kind of looking wonky standing still and also having like flaps and stuff inside blackout and all that type of stuff once like, you see them see moving that. once you see them in action they look fine yeah i mean in game it's questionable because you know trailers are meant to look better than the actual game but we'll see mm-hmm uh, fine. I yeah, I, I I'm a big fan of a lot of the areas we dove into and the new oh here's a new Wonder Weapon coming up on screen right there. I love that thing pack a punch that like shotgun that Bruno's holding at Ooh, one the, point. The shotgun with like the little whip. Yeah, that thing really looks awesome. I'm and, interested to see how that'll actually like work out and play in game, you know? Yes, like, yes. Will it actually like will the shotgun be a useful weapon to kill a horde or will it be a useful weapon for when I'm like my back's against a wall, you know? Yeah, and just to blow everything away from you or something like that. Actually, it did look mm -hmm. like a thunder gun. Now that I look at that, oh no, 
There's only so many things you can do, I guess. <laughs> Effect-wise, I don't know. I mean, at, at this point, we're, we've got like 20 or 30 Wonder Weapons. Like, they've got to be scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine. That's got to like, be difficult. Like, they've done, especially when you consider every single game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get why we, we complain about the Thunder Gun coming around too much because it's like, oh, it's just brutal probably coming up with a new cool Wonder Weapon. You know, like, you always want to top your previous one. Yeah, so, like, what do you do? Well, we used every element ever, so what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. What else do you have? Poison. Do we have a gas Wonder Weapon? A gas Wonder Weapon? I don't think so. Um, it's liquefier's no. water. I mean, you have wind, the wind staff, but that's still like we've thunder done, gun. We've done wind. But we've we haven't done, done melting gas or something like that. Microwave. No, we've microwaved we, them. Yes, we have microwaved them. I don't think we've, we've, we've never necessarily melted them. That could be interesting. But yeah. I, I also feel like that would be really close to the slick fire. Yeah, exactly. It's really close to slick fire. They don't want to do that over again. And then you have the fire bow as well. And that made a volcano, which was different. But like the fire staff melts them as well. So just like. How, yeah. how many flamethrowers can you have when it's just migrated its way up into Wonder Weapon status? I mean, I'm still waiting for a Wonder Weapon that turns them into a ball of dust. <laughs> dust ball! Team Dust Ball! Oh, we have done acid. Acid stuff? What? what? The acid gat kit. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. I thought, it's, I thought it's, so. It's, 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 I reportedly com- it's reportedly coming back. Is that so? Where'd you hear that? Uh, leaks. Oh fuck you, dude! <laughs> uh, that would have been a nice surprise, asshole. No, it, it, it was it was weird. Right. There were uh, there were an interesting amount of leaks that came out this week. Nothing really like game breaking. Yeah, uh, but I don't know where they came from. Oh, you uh, know what? Jason Blundell took a jab at data miners and leakers in oh, that interview. Yeah, he did. He that was some shot. shade. I'm just like, why, why, why egg them on? Why be like the stuff you get in the code? Stuff we might be working on, but. You know, might be down the road stuff. It's like so they're still getting things for starters, and B, it's also like so. So you'd be like, hey, look harder. You'll never find what we're really hiding. It's like, or, or he's, he's like, oh, oh, you think you found our new wonder weapon for this next map? Well, jokes on you. That wonder weapon's for DLC three. Like, all right, well, we still oh, found it. Oh, great, great, Jason. And also part B, just like, just don't tell us. How about that? Then we're just like, yeah. it's better if they go, yeah, I got it all. And then in release, and they're like, I oh, didn't get it all. That's, uh, that's fucking noises if remakes. Anything, if anything, now you're causing a frenzy in the community. We're going to be like, it, it'll be like the uh, the stupid upgraded whatever. What was that gun called? The uh, oh yes, shot off shotgun yeah. in the Type ninety nine well, was it? No, no. The what, what was what was the name of of the Shadows of Evil Wonder Weapon? Oh, Marzagua. Yeah, it'll be like the upgraded Marzagua again. We'll be like the code is there. It yeah. has to exist, and that's... it's like we're gonna have these we're gonna have these items in the code that have to exist. Mm-hmm. And Jason will be like, yeah, that's for DLC three. Now you're just causing more frenzy, more panic in the community. Well, then again, he also said testing as well, so it might never show up. But, yeah, well, it's Super Easter Egg. Here we go, starting off on a high note, Super Easter Egg time. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to in the Chaos storyline so much is uh, the map locations actually being exciting. We get to speculate, like, are we going to Pompeii? Are we going to Atlantis? Are we going to that, what was that Indian, uh, like, tribe that was just 
wiped out overnight. Like the whole town was gone. Like you ever heard that one? No. Yeah. There's a famous story that I've heard like three or four times in my history classes. It might be a New York thing then. Um, But I saw people online bringing it up where the settlers came to a town and they were like, it's not Roanoke, I don't think. But they go in, they're like, see all these Indians. And they're like, hey, um, talking to them. I don't remember what the details were where they were were either like, hey, get out of here. They're trying to trade with them, whatever it might be. And then they come back like a day later, the whole town's gone. And there's like a carved tree with this some kind of symbol on it. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. No one's there. No struggle. No bodies. Everyone's gone. And no one can find them. That's odd. Yeah, it was it was a weird weird story, but I, that's one of the fun things they could play with. Uh, maybe well, somebody yeah, that, can. So Jason, Jason, damn you, Crim Crim, damn you! Oh, it was Roanoke. Look at that. I was right. I remember uh, yeah. that. Yeah, cool. it's all, Not the details. all over your chat. But yeah, no, the, 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 the Crim Crim, you John. Look at what Crim Crim said, John. I'm looking. I'm scrolling. Come on, under Jigglypuff above Greg. Yeah, yeah. Zetubo is set at Pompeii. Yeah, I hate you. I, I <laughs> not talked about this in the bonus show this week, but yeah, Pompeii is an island in Micronesia, but it's spelled differently. It's like P O H N P E I, I think something like that. Um, there's, so there's two Pompeis basically. We were at one of them, and I told Reed we can't go back to Pompeii. We were already there. But the whole premise of these maps are basically I'm just locations. Up that history happened and i guess because nobody survived or lived to tell the tale anything could have happened you know yeah like jason's whole argument was who's to say that there weren't zombies on the titanic to which i say well people survived the titanic yeah that's that was a weird thing he kept saying that i'm like there's a lot of survivors i'm like there, there, were, there, there, there were a decent number of survivors that could have been like oh yeah the iceberg wasn't even the worst part. It was the zombies. You know, the it's zombies. Like Michael, it's like Michael Scott being like, the worst part about prison was the Dementors. Okay, let's uh, let's share the Roanoke story. We'll go Wikipedia. <coughs> I'll get it up on the other screen for you guys. So, so is this going to be your your map that you'll die on a stake for? No, Atlantis was. This is going to be my Egypt? Uh, Atlantis. 100% Atlantis. Atlantis. If Atlantis doesn't happen, on, this is a, a complete. You're dying on a stake for if yeah. If you don't get Atlantis, if I don't get Atlantis this time, I'm never getting Atlantis. What do I do? I just give up on. I close my channel. I never talk to Jay. I write him a sad email. Like I thought we did it. I thought I, I hinted enough. Come on. Are you, gonna, are you gonna break into Treyarch? There is no. There's no way. I will not. There, rephrase. I will do a reaction video if there's an Atlantis trailer, just so. Because Craig and Jason both said their favorite videos to watch online is reaction videos. There is no way I don't have a reaction to an Atlantis video. I want them to see this, like, five-year-long payoff for this dumbass map that I've been asking for. I'm not even sure if I want it anymore at this point. But it's just like, we, we need it. Because we need to. What if Shangri-La, or not Shangri-La, what if, um, what if Atlantis isn't what you expect it to be? I don't know, right? What if it turns out, it's, what if it's on Mars? What if it's some oh. bullshit like that? Oh, God. What if what if Atlantis was inside us all along? <laughs> I'm okay what with like the, what, what if what if the true meaning of Atlantis was friendship? Oh, all right. Let's read about Roanoke. Uh, the Lost Colony, uh, blah, blah, blah. the Roanoke Colony, also known as the Lost Colony, was the first attempt at founding a permanent English settlement in North America. Oh, that's what it was. It was established in 1585 on Roanoke Island in what is now today's Dare County, North Carolina. The colony was sponsored by Sir. 
Walter Raleigh, although he himself never set foot in it. The initial settlement was established settlement was established in the summer of fifteen eighty five, but the lack of supplies and bad relations with the local Native Americans caused many of its members to return to England with Sir Francis Drake a year later, leaving behind a small detachment. These men had all disappeared by the time a second exploration led by John White who was also served as a colony's governor, arrived in July 1587. So that's two years later. Um, mm-hmm. White, whose granddaughter, Virginia Dare, was born there shortly thereafter, making her the first English child born in the New World, left for England in, 19, in late 1587 to request assistance from the government, but was prevented from returning to Roanoke until August 1590, so three years later, due to the Anglo-Spanish War. Upon his arrival, the entire colony was missing with only a single clue to indicate what happened to them. The word... Crotoan carved into a tree. For many years, it was widely accepted that the colonists were massacred by the local tribes. See, that's what I was thinking. But no bodies were ever discovered, nor any other archaeological evidence. The most prevalent hypothesis now is that the environmental circumstances forced the colonists to take shelter with local tribes, but that is mostly based on oral histories and also lack of conclusive evidence. Some artifacts were discovered in 1998 on Hatteratz Island, where the Crotean tribe was based, but researchers could not definitively say they were from the Roanoke colonists. So that's just like, so there's plenty of time. It's not overnight, but they leave, they come back years later. Nobody's there, so they could have just got up and moved. So that's really not. But it's an island, and it was supposed to be the first settlement. Or maybe it's the aliens. Aliens got them. The ones that built the Egyptian pyramids. The same ones. You want to talk about big food? Let's talk about big, big soap. Big data, big food, big soap. Big, big soap. What, what, what are you talking about, big soap? That was from a, a bit I heard recently when they're talking about it. It's the soap companies, John. They're putting <laughs> it in our soaps. Big so- oh, you know, I buy it. I buy it. You buy big it. Soap, yeah. The big soap is turning turning the frogs gay. There it is. There it is. Don't say his name. We'll get demonetized and pulled from the internet. We'll go down. We'll all go down. All go down together. Um... Unknown player said, not big leaks, Black Ops 4 zombies pre-alpha footage posted with stars. I, I don't know. Unknown donated that to tell us about where you heard that. I don't believe. No. I don't know. Maybe. I just saw it on Reddit. You saw it on Reddit. Uh-huh. Nothing new there. But not even, like it, it wasn't really all that interesting, the leaks. Mm-hmm. Like, like we've gotten juicier leaks in the past. Yeah. So, so we, we've kind of really glossed over this. A ton uh, of stuff. This Mad Hatter interview. Yeah. So yeah, so we should what, dive we, into that. That should be the not, not the one. Mad Hatter interview. The Mad Hatter. We'll get to the interview in a minute. But okay. let's talk about the music video a little bit more for some people that yeah, that don't aren't going to go because we don't. Videos. Yeah, we're not trying to have paywalls or anything behind our content. It's just we want to give people who help us out a little more. So what so, do you? What, what were your some of your favorite moments in the trailer? Mine um, was one that yep. you pointed out to yep. me that I didn't even realize. Sure. Is the scene in which the zombies burst through the wall. Yeah. Run over Scarlet. Yeah. I didn't notice that my first time through. You had to point that out to me when we went at frame by frame. Yeah. That to me sticks out as one of the that. better moments in that trailer. Yeah. Um, I like how interesting it is that they have everybody dying in the trailer. Like it's reminiscent of the Black Ops 3 music videos. And we've talked about it already, how we think that that has more to do with um, them just restarting the trials over and over. Yes. Which it needs to be cleared up that it's the, like when the video I made, these are just trials. That's really yeah, cool like, that Jason mentions that. I like that. Like in a way, it's kind of a self-contained pocket of history. We're not doing multiverses. We're not doing like alternate universes. These are these are like trials, like the running the gauntlet or something. You know? Yes. 
and they gotta they gotta complete that task, whatever it is in that world. And I guess if they die, they maybe they just wake up at the beginning, like a Groundhog's Day sort of thing. Yes, I think that seems to be until they get it right, or they might even get knocked out of it. And if they fail trials, like I'd love to see our characters. You know how we always succeed on an Easter egg? It's gonna be fun if we see them fail an Easter egg, and then that continues through like the the next map, and that impacts the next map, and we might even have to like you know we're fleeing our failed easter egg into another map or something like that that type of stuff is fun mm-hmm. we i mean every time we win have we ever lost at the end of an easter egg shadows of evil the dimension gets closed but rick Toffin gets his artifact is there anything else i don't think we've like rock no, gary are in the loop but we got our stone has we've had, we've had ultimate supremacy where... ever failed Yes, but not in conventional ways. It's been like ways in which like they've succeeded, but they didn't actually get the desired outcome they wanted. You know? Sure, sure. Like yeah. sure, we we succeeded at the end of uh, Shadows of Evil, but at the same time, we also like caused we also destroyed the dimension. You know? Right. Yeah, we were tricked and we were misled all the time. Rictoff and Shadow Man. We've Max been misled is... a bunch of times. I mean, so everyone, every announcer has always misled us. Even Monty. That's uh, oh, everyone, every single one. We never just straight up failed. We always got to be like, hmm, gotcha. It's like, all right, you got me. Uh, but I think also failing is kind of hard, too. It is, know? because to do all that for a map you, and then how wait. Do you, how, do you, how do you write a quest in which the quest, in which you intentionally fail the quest, you know? Um, you maybe know, you fail Avengers. The, uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, no, but how do you write a, write an in-game quest, you know? Yeah. The you, only the uh, closest thing I could think of is to maybe Mob of the Dead. Yeah. When you don't kill the weasel. Right, right. At which point you just kind of start over again, I guess. And well, it's like a quest could be like escaping the dark ether, and you don't get out. So then the next map is just like, all right, you you can in the beginning yeah, yeah. you can have like an Area Fifty One thing where well a map and there's never been a map in which we failed, and then the consequences are felt in the following map. I yes. don't think that's ever happened. Yes, or even for the most part, most of the time we succeed, and the consequences aren't felt in the next map, which is frustrating mm-hmm. at times too. Ultimus didn't really fail on Moon because Maxis and Rick Toffin got what they wanted. Both of them. Yeah. That, that, that's well, what I'm trying to... Like, the reason you can say that they didn't fail is because Takio, Nikolai, and Bensi never even had a goal, you know? No, like, yeah. They were, were only, just tagging there along. Were only, there were only two characters with objectives in that map, and in a way, both of them succeeded. Yeah. Rick Toffin's grand scheme, and Max is getting in control. So, and trying to get revenge on Rick Toffin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah let me go back to... As I derailed you again, uh, the the Mad Hatter trailer, things I loved about it. You really like the small guy, too. You didn't even mention that guy. Oh, yeah, the little guy. Yeah. I like him a lot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he's going to work, but I freaking love him. I made yeah. him the thumbnail of my video, the title. He's yep. pretty dope. Um, the things I liked a lot was just like that. I was trying to get it frame by frame up, but you can, I, I did that in the other trailer. Um, I like the fact that uh, our characters are a team. That's something I've talked about a lot. I like camaraderie and hopefully they yeah, get along. Yeah, this trailer could be rebranded as teamwork, the trailer. Yes. And like, remember when I told you that the end that the end goal will be friendship? Yep, here it is. This is all it is. Just going to be building a beautiful friendship with these people. They're going to realize that. They didn't care about whatever the hell they're trying to do because they made friends along the way. There it is. There it is. Um, I love the fungus area. That's gorgeous. I love how there's like at least three, potentially four. It's got to be four in my head because they go below to the fungus area where you have Scarlet and then you go up an area. that you see them pan down. Yeah. And And previous to that too, they're up on top of like the temples. Then they're in it, in the temples. 
Then they're below the temples, and then there's the fungus below that area. So that's I think I think it's four levels. To I this. really like though, I really like how out of place the fungus feels. Yeah. You know, like the fungus yeah. doesn't belong in the map. I love and them, so man. like I think that'll be fun as you're playing to discover that. You know, to go yeah. deep into the area and suddenly you're in this weird fungi room, and then obviously it'll have storyline implications. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, it's so, I mean, she even has that vision. I really like how that happens. There's just, there's a lot of eerie stuff to come out of this. Like, there's all kinds of consequences. Like there's, there's, there's more than meets the eye. 100%. For a zombie yeah, we get to investigate. discovery as you play. Yeah, and we're trying to rationalize them failing and dying in the trials. And even Pack-A-Punch, the thumbnail of this video, you see other people praising and stuff like that. So when you put the gun in, then you get a Pack-A-Punch. But in there, you see almost like Greek columns or something like that. And statues i suggested it might it reminded me of like medusa to be honest with you where all these people are going up toward this big light and they're all frozen statues but it could be mm -hmm. like heaven it could be all kinds of other stuff uh, who knows but that's the fun of it yeah that's exciting yeah. i think this is gonna be a fun map like i don't oh, think yeah. it's gonna be as story rich i think we're gonna get the bulk of our story from voyage i can see that I can see that. And Jason even said this is going to be a map that is easier. Yes. Yeah. Like he he did a ranking of the maps and he said yes. that like this map is going to be the hardest. Uh, I think it was Voyage. He said it was going to be the hardest. Mm -hmm. Then uh, I don't know what the difference between classified and uh, blood are, but then at the bottom mm -hmm. will be nine. So My nine will be probably that more user friendly map. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, I like the fact that nine is the introduction map, and they they needed this trailer big time, man. They oh. really needed this to turn people's opinions about this group because this is, it, it did a nice job of getting people excited. Like someone before in chat just said, I, mean, I need to flip a coin to see what I want to play on day one because there's just so much to be excited about. And I completely agree. Uh, bringing up Jason's rankings of saying like nine is the best intro ish map you know he he was again as jason nothing's ever definitive he's always waving dipping and dodging questions but he said classified is absolutely for the most hardcore long-term fans that 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 and i'm like no, oh i wonder why i want to play that day one real shocking <laughs> why that yeah. keeps appealing to me more and more than everything else it's because i've been at this for so long like, classified feels like the hardest map to pin down you know yeah because like, there's nothing how the hell do you pin, like, you can point to holes in the story and say, blood mm -hmm. can go here, blood can go there, blood can go there. Classified, you look at, and you're like, well, now we're really trying to shoehorn this one in. You know, it's like fitting the square peg in the round hole. Right. That's what classified feels like to me. So it's exciting to see how they go about getting that square peg in the round hole. Yeah. I I think it's going to be easy enough the way they're able to make Redcon. And oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll make it work. But, but like, the brain synapses ain't forming. Like, I, I, the connection isn't there for how me. How are yeah. we going to make it work? That's what I want to see. Yes. Someone brings up a great point in chat about um, – oh, goodness. I just lost it now. Where were you? Damn you. Uh, but Blood and Dead and Classified are difficult maps. Oh, now I remember. In the sense that you saw our characters not die in uh, Mob of the Dead, and that was like, oh, my God, that's really cool. It shows how good Primus Crew is compared to the mobsters because the mobsters weren't having teamwork, and they end up getting killed. We see our yeah. nine crew killed off in this trial, and they can't figure it out. And – Ultimus, you know, they've kind of I'm still not a hundred percent sure certain of it because Treyarch has left it ambiguous, but it seems like at least the grand scheme Ultimus crew 
went through without dying for at least some time. And mm -hmm. to me, that's so cool. And like, even this sets up for the chaos crew storyline. If they ever add somebody else into the crew, the rotation, which I don't see happening, but like, or if they want to show someone off and how powerful they are, not dying is a hard statement now in zombies. Primus crew can't survive. The chaos crew can't survive. And potentially the ultimate crew ended up getting killed off. The, um, Mob of the Dead crew didn't do it. The Call of the Dead crew didn't do it. The Five crew didn't do it. The, the Victus crew died. Victus it, crew it, died. It, it, yep, they died and yeah, buried. It's, it's interesting Think about how it. not not dying has slowly and quietly become a symbol of proficiency in zombies. Like that, they are the best crew in my mind. Mm -hmm. When, it, but that's a fan taking it one way. So just I, I get that. But to me, it it makes my old nostalgia. I like the crew I like the most. Like they were a freaking awesome. That's crazy to think about when it's really just like. Well, there was no writing back then, and that's why. But it's I, I, now it sets up the next people, though, that are like, oh, damn, they're just as good as Ultimus, or maybe even better. They didn't die? What? Like that? They didn't die. That, that's fun. That's, that's good story building stuff for this mode that's filled with endless speculation. Well, as much as we do, as much as we're, we'll say that, like, oh, they didn't die, mm -hmm. they also got to give death some stake sometimes. So, oh, yeah. Know. Oh yeah. If, if dying is something that can happen a lot and you're just going to get revived, then mm -hmm. what does it matter whether or not you die? You're just going to come back to life anyway. Yeah. So, so we're, why be scared of the zombies? Why who, be fearful? Not even why be scared, but it's like, who cares if this crew is better because they don't die? Because mm -hmm. there is no punishment for dying, it feels like. Right. And that's actually something that should be taking advantage of at that point is mm -hmm. um, bleeding out to achieve their, excuse me, their objectives. Sorry for all the bird. I don't know what it is today. I'm just <laughs> professional podcast moy ass. Uh, Transit bus, real quick. We'll just cover that. Just then we can jump more into Mad Hatter and the Jason Blundell. More of the stuff he talked about. There's so much to unpack with the Jason Blundell interview. Uh, but yeah, let's let, let, let me let me mention this because yeah. I have people in my comments such as Ethan Grabenkuke. I don't even know how to say your name. Brutal. Who think that we're having Jason on for an interview? No. no, we're just talking about his interview. Yeah, he had an interview with Game Informer that you show any footage of, you'll get a strike. So yeah, that won't be shown. Can't show the interview, but we want to discuss it and unpack it. I have That's a link, what... though, in my video if you want to check that out. Just mm -hmm. side, side note, can you continue, Jeff? Jason will not be on the show today, though. Definitely not. <laughs> so, so where do you want to begin with this Jason interview? Um, well, let's do the transit bus before we dive into the Jason interview, because that's just uh, a quick okay, topic. Just touch and move. Yep. Um, the transit bus, you mentioned it to me that it was brought up. Yeah, so there was, there was a lot of like push for the transit bus to get on Blackout or to be added into Blackout. There was a massive Reddit-like campaign. Mm -hmm. um, and I David Vonderhart went on to say that it's not being worked on, but it's not an idea that they're dismissing. Mm -hmm. So it could happen, and yeah. it begs the question then, if we can get the transit bus in Blackout, which to me feels like such a no-brainer, what other things from zombies do you want to see added? Like last week we talked about places we want to see added. Yeah, what, what kind of vehicles? Items, what vehicles do you want to see added? Like why not include the, um, why not include the Mob of the Dead plane? Yeah. But make the Mob of the Dead plane something that you can use to get from one end of the map to the other really easily it's like a glider like, like far yeah. cry yeah make it like so so in uh in fortnite you have like those launch pads which will let you shoot up really quickly into the air and then you can fly across what mm -hmm. if we had that where suddenly i can get to the top of a building jump onto the mob of the dead plane 
and then fly from one end of the map really easily. That'd be fun. But then it comes to zombie saturation where there's see, that's where you want it to go, where multiplayer guys, if everything's zombies, it's gonna be like what there's a transit bus, there's I mean, think about how goofy it's gonna get overnight when you got all these like Menendez, Menendez on like a, a, a I'm not plane. saying add it all at once. Sure. sure but you sure. can slowly implement stuff or take more things oh, in or out. Lunar you know? Lander. Now that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, can, yeah. Because it's programmed lander. and you Let's can be go. shooting on that. Screw Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. The Union just scored. They bet they did. I, I can all tell. Right, all right. Yeah. No, but yeah, the Lunar Lander. That would be dope. Put one, um, put one by what's it called? Uh, like put them on the edges of the maps. Like, like yeah. so for example, you go to the lighthouse. Yeah, the, I feel like the lighthouse yeah. is such a death trap sometimes because very rarely is it ever in the circle, and then you got to move on to another area. Mm -hmm. Throw a looter lander in there so I can go so I can go there and not feel like I need to leave immediately. Mm -hmm. I'm all for lunar landers. Yeah, I like that idea a lot because it allows you to get to places to place in the map, but you're also like in the back of a cargo truck basically shooting at people. Yeah. We never got to play. That's a shame. I, I had a late night. A day. I didn't go to bed till 4 a.m. And I'm like, that never happening with John. <laughs> never be able to wake up to play Blackout, but it'll be back soon anyway. So nah, we'll get it. Away. Yeah, it's it's sneaking up on us. Oh, right it's terrifying. I spent so much time getting my streaming stuff together. I was telling you about that. I have uh, four different settings now i have a transition that people some of them have noticed that like when i go from one scene to the next now better than just a fade or whatever i really have been trying to improve everything so people enjoy the streams again like the green screen behind me and everything like that the lighting i'm doing just trying to see if any of this is legitimate trying to gear up for that bo4 you know how i kept saying how we're uh, unprepared. Do you remember yeah. uh, the intro to the tortured path where it's like nobody saw this coming? And did he say woefully at one point, Redo? Because all I keep hearing is just like we are woefully unprepared in Redo's voice in my head. Anytime that comes up about Black Ops Four, Black my Ops prep, we are we are woefully unprepared. I'm just like you're so right, you're so right. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> okay, I, I, somebody somebody mentioned teleporters in uh, yeah. in Blackout. What if they threw in a few lampposts in each location and just a little oh. Easter egg to turn the lampposts into teleporters? I guess, yeah, to turn them on and you're screwing around with that. That's better than the other teleporters. I can't, I'll give you that because it, it makes you do something. You can't just it jump into a teleporter. It makes you do something, and it, I think it also blends in with the map better. Like Much if you better just had, than Nazi if, you, if you're just walking into, like, um, I don't know. You're walking into the the fracking place, and suddenly the Kino der Toten teleporters there. Yeah, it's like that's gonna look weird and out of place. But maybe if I'm just what's the town name? Do you remember the town name uh, for what? The little town. It's like in the middle of the map. I can't remember it. I I don't erase. But uh, but, it, but yeah. Anywhere anywhere yeah. you can have you can just have like lamp posts. Oh, that's where the boxer gym is, by the way. That town, Rivertown. Yeah, River might be Rivertown. Yeah. What if in Rivertown and everywhere, like just along the roads, there's a few lamp posts, and you could do a little quirky Easter egg and suddenly you're at a random lamppost around the map. There's a lot of good stuff on the table. A lot of stuff they can reuse too and still make it a really, really good game. Yeah, Riverdown well, is like good. We got Transit, I think Transit, Shadows of Evil. Um, you can maybe even work in a little bit of Buried are all places that could easily be added into Blackout. And while they are zombies, don't feel like they're out of place. You okay, know? yep, I can live with that. Okay, pretty cool. There's a donation that, uh, before we get too far away from the Mad Hatter trailer, will work really well. That is um, 
Uh, I looked at the nine trailer and I found that the gobblegum. I found that a gobblegum like system could be there. How do you feel about this? And that's where the the god juices. They're not vapors, but the god the juices. God juice. What are they actually called? I don't remember. I, uh, there's a name for them. I there can't are. think of it. It's only god juices. Uh, uh, but yeah, we saw like Pop Shocks logo. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an unknown green one. Yep. Or no, an unknown one. blue one. And then there's Pop Shocks. Yeah. Very interesting. Was Pop Shock screen in Black Ops 3? Yellow. I'm not yeah, sure if that matters. It is yellow. I know it's yellow. Yeah, okay. Because we use it for the Easter eggs to uh, get panzers and stuff. It, it, that's going to be very helpful in these maps with the bosses like those guys where we just Pop Shock them. But does that make that's it right. too they, easy? They does did it... change the, yeah, they did change the color of Pop Shock. Like okay. what, 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 the mechanics are probably completely reworked. So I don't know. I'm. You knew it was coming. You knew this was happening. That's why I was still when Milo was like, when Jason confirmed to Milo, gobblegums are not back. I'm like, yeah, okay, they're not called gobblegums. Like, you mean you mean to tell me that your most profitable cash cow in Black Ops Three won't come back? Uh huh. That was actually pro the most profitable. It probably thing in Black was Ops. up there. It but was up you, there. You know, goddamn well it did well, weren't we? Didn't we hear that? Um, Zombie Chronicles like set a record for microtransactions, which you can only assume means that people bought a fuck ton of gobble gums in preparation I, or just I, as they were playing them. I don't know about those numbers, and even like you can make the argument like we got the dashboard to keep our systems. I feel like that even encouraged people to buy more because they're like, oh, I can get ninety nine more, and then if they messed up, they're like, I gotta get back to nine. I gotta get to tw twelve perkaholics to be comfortable. So just not like to mention, not to mention um, Newton's cookbook. Yep. Oh yeah, I gotta buy more. They're like, ooh, maybe if I get a few more of these, suddenly I can make myself perkaholics on the cheap. So then they start spinning the machine again. <laughs> on the cheap, like, yep, yep. Jason, no way in hell are you not throwing something like that. Especially because they poured in the how, like, can you imagine how much resources they poured into making 40 different gobble gums over the years? Like, come yeah. on. You're not going to just dump that. So it's back. Uh, we, I, it's not we like God juice. God juice is back, but it's not like I'm sitting here being like, I told you so. Just like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's it's back. Hopefully it's fun and balanced, but I doubt it. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see, though. Again, give Treyarch the benefit of the doubt at this point. They continue. Like, remember, we're like, I don't know about nine. And now we're like, well, nine seems really cool. They, It's a constant pattern of like the – the first two acts are always great with Treyarch, and the third act always makes us get really mad for the most part. Uh, that was going to lead really well into some more stuff he was talking about in that Nine interview. Uh, how about number of maps, most difficult? Okay, oh, the yes, season, sir. working through the season. So that that's how I was going to tie it in. So we'll get into those. But they talked about continuous updates, and that works well with the gobblegums that we're just talking about or the new god juices. That Jason, for the first time ever, said – that our team, for the first time ever, not that the first time I already said this, sorry, don't mean to be redundant, our team is going to be supporting the season all the way through. Typically, they make the game, and then they work on a DLC, they work on a DLC. Instead, the team, there's a dedicated team constantly putting out updates to zombies, and that's potentially daily updates with callings and challenges, Team Dust Bowl and all that, factions. Excuse me. And you can tell you can tell That's... this is something that I think they're actually going to be serious about. Like this isn't just blowing smoke of our ass. Yeah. You saw them constantly updating Blackout. Yes. Blackout was like a living game mode. It was. Where it awesome. wasn't just like we're going to throw. Like most most multiplayer betas are just like, all right, it's a demo. Yep. This was a living game that was changing. And if they're doing that for Blackout, I'd assume they'd be doing it for zombies as well. So if they, I, yeah, I'm excited for that. Like it's yes. not just 
sometimes I feel like Jason says stuff that blows smoke up our butts. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Like for example, he said um he said that uh Blood of the Dead is the I always I I every time I want to say Ma with the Dead, but Blood of the Dead is the hardest Easter egg we've yeah. had so far. Yes. And it's like I don't doubt that it's a difficult Easter egg, but at the same time Alright, Jason, you say that a lot. Like if if I've had a dime for every time somebody has said or maybe Jason hasn't said it a lot, but you know, somebody always says this is the hardest map ever. This is the scariest map ever. Like we get these superlatives and I go, Alright, well let's let's wait and play the map and then I'll make a judgment. This though, when he says we're gonna be supporting this all the way through, I one hundred percent buy it. Yes, especially because they've shown us so much that's like, especially even their promotional and marketing of all this, it's given us every reason to believe they're going to fulfill on this. Blackout, the first time I played, wasn't a really good impression. And then the next day when they had the faster mode and the next day when they had the gun, like just uh, shotguns and um, SMGs, it was just like, oh, this is amazing. I love this. Every day it was like something new was coming out more fun. And then they made the initial mode way faster, which made the game way better, which is awesome. Um, again, I'm really excited to see what's what's coming out day to day. It's like, this is going to be so overwhelming. I can't imagine what we're going to do in the community. Like, I, I'm thinking at least every Tuesday, Thursday, I'm going to have a morning stream at 11 a.m. And I'm going to stream for two to four hours every time and maybe even on saturday mornings as well i'm gonna be streaming watch it rad awesome 27 is about to be the biggest streamer on youtube maybe we'll see i'm definitely gonna be streaming at least two to three times a week when black ops 4 comes out unless i hate myself because i'm not gonna pull an avery where he streams through to three times a day and then he just hates the game and he just curses at his chat so no shade yeah you don't want to burn yourself out exactly it's that's part of what happens when you go too hard and that yeah. could actually be that could actually be really detrimental for a brand new game. Yes. Because if you burn yourself out on Black Ops Four within the first month, not you good. Still got Eleven more months to go. That's deadly. You're gonna kill your channel, and you're not posting videos and all that type. Well, of you stuff. might not kill your channel. Your channel might do really well. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the strength of your channel also depends on your passion for the content. True. Like you don't have to be passionate to make YouTube videos, but you still need that motivation. And if yes. the motivation's not there, your content oh, is so motivation is so key. So that's why I want to limit it to like two hours, three hour streams at most. I don't want to be doing yeah, seven hour it, streams. Keep it keep it healthy. Yes, exactly. We're just like hop on, have fun, and get off, and not the when not like when I do my open lobbies. That's what I'm finding is like if I could go more than three and a half hours, I'm no longer having fun, and it's not as fun. So for everybody, so we live and we learn. Okay. Um, let's see. We'll get to those later, but let's go to more Blundell stuff. Hardest map ever. We talked about how that is a, probably a bunch of BS. They don't know. Jason mentioned how they don't know what maps we're going to be playing first, yep. which is very, topic very We've discussed on the show before. Yeah. We don't know. We have no idea what like maps you're, you're we're going, going to. You're going classified. I think yep. I'm going blood. You know, the only uh, thing that's going to change that is if I get the what? game early and I can't download classified because it's not oh, it's like a pre-order. So I'll That's end up true. going uh, Blood 9 Voyage. I'm also, I though, forget. in my head, we I'm like... We couldn't play the Giant early last year, right? No, we couldn't. We had to wait for that. So That's we had right. so we. But then in my head, it's just like, if everyone keeps talking about 9 now, and the focus is 9, it's easy for 9. It's like, why don't I jump into uh, Voyage? Because it seems like Voyage is now being one of the most overlooked maps. Excuse me. It just ugh. Voyage has definitely fallen the wayside, but I think that's also just a recency bias. Yes. Where classified has this like allure to it. Yes. Blood of the Dead 
had a trailer come out like a month and a half ago. Yep. Nine obviously just had a trailer. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a recency bias. Definitely, and like, then like I wouldn't be yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if we get a a, a music video for Blood at some point. Yeah, oh, or man, not a music, wait. not a music video for Blood, a music. Oh well, no, no, a new Where Are We Going music video. Yes, yep, that's the one I'm hoping for. I can't. Wait. I don't throw that out of the question, but I meant to say a music video for Voyage. Yes, yes, I see. That's where I thought you were going, but I'm like, oh yeah, Blood probably. I think that'll come out after the Easter egg is solved. They'll do that thing. You know how they have a well, they normally have an initial music trailer, don't they? For reveal, and then they have the director's cut that comes out, which shows off the Easter. Yeah, game. normally the director's cuts like on the Treyarch channel. Yes, yes. Like they kind of that's it's a little bit to the wayside. Yeah, it's for the hardcore nerdy fans like me and John. Mm -hmm. so what else do we want to talk about with that? I, I mean, with those maps coming out, that's so fascinating that there is so much content. the The Easter egg ranking and difficulty of the maps is going to be really interesting. Do you think how want to take bets? How long each Easter egg takes to solve? Do you want to just have fun at this? I we have this yeah, is let's do our we'll way do too early, way too early bets, and then when we get closer, maybe we can refine our bets before it releases. But way too early bets. Yes. Okay. For I'm gonna write this down. For nine voyage, blood uh, uh, in say, Easter eggs. We're gonna say how many hours and days a map is solved in. Is yeah. That our... Sure. Okay. Days, hours, days, hours. Uh, uh let's give. Jesus, this is actually hard because yeah. not only do you have to, not only do you have to predict how quickly an Easter egg will be solved, but you have to pick the order in which they're solved. Essentially, yes. Like it's a twofold question. Yes, it is. Um, I'm gonna go with the first Easter egg solved will be will be Blood of the Dead. I think Blood of the Dead, even though it might be the most difficult, I think that mm -hmm. will draw the most interest from the community. So I'm gonna predict. Blood of the Dead is solved in a day and a half. Okay, so that's actually no, 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 hours? no. Give me, give me, give me, uh, give me, give me seventy-two hours for Blood. We're gonna okay. go three days. I have a feeling it's gonna take a little bit longer. Okay, three days for Blood. Okay, but then uh, nine will be solved shortly after. So we'll go, we'll go three and a half days for nine. Three and a half um, days for nine, so that's 12, wait, 24, 24, 24, 12. So 12, 48, 72, 13 is... Actually, I think I'm way off on these predictions. I think I'm way off on these predictions. Already? This is, this is really hard. Okay, I, uh, I can jump into some of those things. I'm going to go order first before I go hours. I think, okay, yeah, go, I think nine is order. first. I think nine is going to be the first one solved because it's going to be so easy and friendly for new players that people are going to walk into that Easter egg and beat that before Noah, Dalek, and the teams uh, beat Blood of the Dead. I think it'll go nine. Then it'll go Blood of the Dead and then uh, Voyage and then Classified. I think no one cares about Classified. And Classified's... Unless classified gets solved in a less than a day, if it's just like uh, fan service for old YouTubers like me, where every step is just like, oh my god, I remember this, and then I can just we'll bang through that Easter egg like nobody's business, because oh, but this means Gersh. What is Gersh's name? Oh, oh, what about and Yuri? Oh, Yuri. Then that'll that'll be nothing. All right, all right. Here's my order then. All right, nine yep. classified blood voyage. I have a feeling that not. I have a feeling that classified is going to be really easy, like the giant. 
Yeah, I could see that. See, I I, um, I think because it's because it's like the fourth map and the extra map is going to have the easiest Easter egg of them all. That's a good call. Even though it That's might have, even though it might be the most hardcore in terms of fan service. Yeah, something about it just seems to me like it'll be the forgotten one in terms of Easter eggs. Yeah, like and then uh, nine nine might be like you said. I, I agree with what you said about nine being very accessible. Yep. Um, and then I think blood will garner a lot of attention, but just will take time. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 24 hours for for both classified and and nine. I think they're both gonna be solved in the first day. Okay. Three days for blood, four days for voyage. Those are my predictions. Okay. I'm writing all that down. That, that makes sense in my head. Yeah, and I, I can even. If, if classified doesn't have an Easter egg, then everybody just move all of our predictions up. Just remove it, and then everything goes up a seed wherever it might be. Um, so me, it would be unchanged. But for John, all those things would shift up from uh, mm-hmm. second to third. Um, day wise, like I agree with you, this is the hard thing. I think nine gets solved in uh, less than thirty six hours. I think voyage gets solved in less than uh, four days. Oh, here's the problem we didn't even consider. What? Depending on who gets copies early. True. That could totally... I mean, we could have ourselves in a situation like last year where Easter eggs are solved before maps are even released. Right. That could be actually really problematic. It could be, but I feel like because we don't have the journal like we did in World War II, that like we had this egg, the swords and the eggs to start with, but nothing... That's true. Like, I, it's just like we, I remember we were trying to figure out that door for so long just to get the swords. No one even had a concept of what the steps were for the Easter egg. Like, we we weren't even close, and we had that three or four days early. So, technically, the SOE Easter egg was like, what, how many days did it take to solve? Plus three or four days of like all the YouTubers. Week. Yeah. Working oh, remember that? It. Remember that was a long one because everybody was stuck on shocking the box. Oh my god, that was giving us a lot of trouble. So, much. and that was such a it was such a stupid easy step too. Like we we literally just didn't know how to make it end. Yeah, I wonder if the devs laugh about that or they get frustrated because as players, like some of those steps get me so angry and like to know on stream there's like. Well, they gotta be sitting head... there. They gotta be sitting there thinking, like, we gave you the clue. If you listen to this obscure radio in the corner of the map while holding while holding Y and X, you would have heard it. But they didn't. They didn't even do that much for us in shadows. It was just like, all right, no to do it, asshole. Like, I know, but that's how that's how I feel like they they felt with World War II, where they were like yes. laid out every yes. step. You know, yeah, I, I can live with World War II, and but their stuff is still frustrating beyond no end, even though they have hints in game. But for like they, they are just, they are they are one of the better in terms of hints. Yes, like, because literally they're telling you like the dead thing with the shield that everybody was stuck on. Like it was there. How to do it was it was hinted at in a nice healthy way like Treyarch used to do. But I see Jason like with the stone step and all this type of stuff where they're just kind of like I even though I hope he's not doing it, he's just giggling like boy they're sure getting mad. Just like why am I playing your game if this is what you're doing? You're just making me mad. This this defeats the whole purpose of playing these they're supposed to be fun quests enjoy and you're just sitting there trying to do it to piss people off it's like i i hope that's never the intention and i doubt it i don't think it's ever the intention but sometimes you see some of these steps and you're just like who thought this was fun who thought this was a good idea have you played this what are you doing are you a master puzzle solver like i just i, I 
some things are tough for the sake of being tough, and I think that's a, a big waste. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how far away do we get from what we're talking about? Working season number. So, maps. so we're trying. Oh we're yeah, trying the hours. To- I didn't get my hours yeah. down. Yep. Yeah. What are your hours? What do you think? Uh, thirty-six hours. Less than thirty-six hours. I'm not going definitive. I'm doing like uh, less than. So I'm mm-hmm. doing like uh, prices right. 36 hours or less uh, for nine. Four days or less for Voyage of Despair. Blood of the Dead, four days or less. And classified, I will say, oh, I, because of my order, that's going to have to go longer than that. So I don't I actually don't think it'll take more than four days to figure out classified. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, I'm saying, but that's the order. So I'm saying, uh, like, hard work on that map, I'm saying, like, 36 hours at best for classified but that's just the order of it so like classified might only take less than 36 hours to crack but people aren't going to be working hard on it to get it to be cracked all right that's fair all right we'll go we'll go with something like that so we'll see well are we are we, are we putting any any wagers on it i mean what do you, you want to have a friendly you know I, I don't like i don't gamble so i don't even do march madness brackets but like what, what kind of friendly bet would you like to have john what can we uh... do Nexo zombie game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You guys in the comments come up with yeah, something. Yeah, come whoever, up with something. Whoever, yeah. Because obviously, well, our, our rankings are kind of all over the place. They are. So I don't so even know how you th- measure success on this. Yeah, thing. I don't know how. Whoever whoever is the most accurate will be yeah. the winner, and we'll yeah. determine that in the future. But if one of you guys can come up with a good uh, good idea for a wager, I'll float it over to Reed, and we'll see what we can do. Is yours uh, less than two? So you're doing 24 hours or less, 72 hours or yeah, less. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do, do the same I'll thing do less. with that. You, we'll do less too. than just for the sake of consistency. Yeah, so it's easier to compare. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. What do we got? Um, quest. Mm, zombie Rush. Oh, yeah, Zombie Rush. You, what, Jason immediately sold the idea to me when mm. he um, – when he mentioned that the names and the order of them changed depending on the score. Yeah. Like it was, it was in that moment that I was like, all right, I'm officially on board because if it was just a challenge of who has the most points yeah, and the game kind of flowed the same, even except for like pretty much every, I guess everything is free in zombie rush, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to pick it up. So it's very like uh, old school call of duty rules. Old schools. It was yeah. a game mode in call of duty, modern warfare, the original. Mm-hmm. But but like uh, I I think it would actually be fun to like see your name hop up over your teammate, and then suddenly like you're in the lead, like that's gonna be fun. I I could see mm-hmm. myself enjoying that, and it's also it shows that they're just as a studio supporting more competitive aspects of zombies. We've yes. talked about this before, especially as EWC was happening. Is yep. zombies a competitive game? Can it be a competitive game? If Zombie Rush ends up working out, I could easily see it being implemented into a ZWC in the future. Yes, and that's really darn exciting. But then again, we're going to have to complain about RNG. Is there going to be strategy in stealing this stuff from one another? Just like, well, if he didn't just get a ray gun drop, we wouldn't have won. So that's mm-hmm. part of the difficulty inside Call of Duty Zombies. There is there is skill, but then, you know, the, the most skilled players, there's a ceiling where the luck is going to be the biggest factor. And that's the hurdle Zombies has to get over to get to that competitive scene. In that same Definitely. breath, he talked about almost verbatim what Matt ta- said about, I got to scroll through the videos to make sure nobody's cheating. Yeah. So you see ZWC, Zombie Records, their own leaderboards, and uh, even credit to ee for c These are all ways people have tried to be correct. Everybody's going to have a code and it's going to tell you the exact settings of that game. Now, yes. I still think there's going to be room for cheating. Oh, for sure. Just Photoshop the code. Ma- yeah. Not even Photoshop the code, because I don't think you'll be able to do that. 
Really? I think it'll be easy enough. I, I think the code will take you somewhere in game where you'll be able to see the stats, you know? Okay. Um, okay. And it'll say this player played this game with these settings. Well, I thought My it was a website is, it takes you to. Uh, maybe a website. Yeah, it's probably a website. But my issue is like, so we ban a we ban a god juice. Yeah. Well, somebody still has to scroll through to make sure that that god juice wasn't drinking because I don't think it'll be mentioned in the code. Mm -hmm. But maybe they can do that an additional stat that shows you how many how many god juices and each one specifically were consumed, how many guns were used, blah blah blah. They probably do. I, I think they like would if, have if that. They just... can go as, if they can go as in depth as humanly possible then I think it totally works. If not, mm -hmm. I think it still requires humans to go through it. Just because if there is something like $15,000 on the line, somebody can and will find a way to cheat. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, Matt, Matt yep. talked about it, yep. how clever and how good people were with splicing gameplay. Yep. And how there were some that slipped through the cracks. Yep. If, if I know that all I have to do is fool Matt and I have a shot at $15,000, not that Matt's easy to fool, but yeah. like just... Just to know that there's the potential. Who wouldn't I'm do that? Try. Right? There's a lot of people out there that aren't as you know up. We're, we're so so. I I try to I try to fool Matt, and yep. if it works, suddenly I'm competing for fifteen thousand dollars. Matt catches Matt catches my fake. Oh whatever. No repercussions. And this I'll is try to, I'll try to fool him again. Yeah, this is the again from the point of view of someone more cynical, someone uh, morally ambiguous, uh, chaotic neutral <laughs> about trying to get their own. Uh, uh, I mean, fifteen thousand dollars. That money means a lot of money to mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people. That's not chump change to say the least. No. So it's it's interesting to see how that this step forward may be something really needed into taking this into the competitive scene. I also want to bring up the influences of all those four ee for c zombierecords.com, Zombie World Championship, and uh, is there another one? Oh, just the general leaderboards that get hacked all the time. That this is a great way to legitimize so many of those records, and they have finally pushed Treyarch to really making it this, A, we can now measure. It's a measurable thing that people can actually have fun competing and showing, hey, I got this many or I got that many. Yeah. It's exciting though. I I yeah. really do like the direction they're taking Black Ops Three or Black Ops Four Zombies right now, where it doesn't just feel like they're trying to push the limits of the game, but they're also trying to push the limits of the game mode, mm -hmm. like really expand it. Well, in the same mention of Zombie Rush and the competitive nature of that, we talked about grief and how they talked yeah, about. Yeah, this, this was a heartbreaking one. I'm a fan oh of grief, and it... why it's not fun. You're Why? not fun. No, like Mob of the Dead is the only good grief mode. Cell block, re yeah, yeah. I'm totally on board with that. I well, like, I played a lot of the other buried, ones. That's probably buried why. Buried grief sucks ass. But I played buried grief. I did town game battle grief. with Matt town, with farm town and grief town. Is, town grief is kind of boring. Oh my god. Farm is farm is workable because it's small, and there is no pack a punch. No, it's still not fun. There's like an optimal way to play it. We were doing game battles, and you basically go up by the SMG. I forgot what it was in that game, and then you could just go in this one area. And no matter what okay. you do, you can't stop them. Well, well, basically though, cell block grief I think was really fun. Yes, I very much agree with that. That was like, one of like the if best. they were to bring back grief and leave out jug, like the best decision ever was to remove jug from cell block grief and put PhD flopper in. 
That was yeah. awesome. Because now you're playing the game in a, in a way you have never experienced before. You're using these explosives like crazy, but the trade-off, you don't have Jug. So you can finally use these super destructive things, but it's only two hits or one hit. Two hits, two hits. But yeah. I it was two hits. So remove remove Jug and bring back Grief. God, it'd be so much fun. Yeah. Like, why not throw Cell Block Grief in? You have Mob of the Dead again. Just give it to us, Jason. I hate you. <laughs> Dad, you're the worst. Jason, you're not letting me have fun. <laughs> Isn't that what you said we're supposed to do? It's all about the players, the community. Power to the player, man. GameStop. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. What a spoiled lot we are. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just playing and all. Yeah. But, I, look. I really did like Cell Block Grief, and it, it did disappoint me when Jason said that they don't want to do it unless they can make it work. Yep. And it's just, to me, it sounds like, well, I don't know how else you want to make it work without just not, I don't know, it, it feels like not even on the radar. No, I agree. I don't think it is from the way it sounded, and that made me really happy because only Grief is not fun in the sense that you can just survive so long because when a game of Cell Block Grief starts going really long and just 1v1 and two people are training because they're so damn good with Mustang and Sally and PhD Flopper, then it's not fun anymore. You need other in-game mechanics See, argue, to mess people up. I would argue Cell Block Grief gets bad once everybody's dead. Once everyone's like, dead because there's just one like, guy surviving? No, like so Cell Block Grief suddenly finds itself in a position where you're at like round say fifteen or something. Yeah, it just keeps repeating. You know, like you're you're, pri you're pretty deep into it and literally yeah. everybody is dying because everybody keeps spawning in with nothing and no money. Yeah. And it's like nobody can even recover. Right, right. Yep. That's a fair that's another fair thing. So those are that's both, that's both cell block mechanics. That's cell block grief's biggest issue, I think. Because it, 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 it can get to a point where it's really out to get the player. Well think about that. Think about how unfun there's so many scenarios where grief is just not fun and they got to fix all of those like well, you're not fun really. well i can live with that all right people tell me that every day to my face just because something isn't easy doesn't mean it's not worth doing tell me about it i'm raising a dog that shit everywhere <laughs> at two in the morning i just i just She's want my grief asleep. back She's so cute. take a picture of her right now i would move the camera but i can't do that anymore because of the new setup so i'll just take a picture of Sleepy dog, and I'll post her on the Discord and Twitter. Join my Discord. Do it. I need more Discord followers so my ego continues to grow and Juan gets more and more uh, erect. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, Full-time team, most numbers and sessions, Zombie Rush, how the new story works. We talked about that. Most challenging quest, KS story gets crazier. We didn't talk about that. How he, yeah. He, yeah. So Jason said basically get in now because the chaos story is gonna. If the previous story is any indication, the story is gonna get crazy fast. So it's gonna be instead of he described it like instead of this getting crazy this way, it gets crazy this way in the sense that the multiverse was crazy because it's all fucking over the place. But this is a linear story, so it's got a more like classical approach to storytelling where it's like what? Oh, mm -hmm. what? It's kind of like a roller coaster, I guess. Mm -hmm. so i'm excited for that that just again to screams to me roanoke pompeii atlantis what other places could they fit into the storyline um we can have world war ii can show up that'll i mean what is there anything that we haven't visited in world war ii that would be interesting that no one really knows about i mean any slaughtered towns or genocided towns you that they could throw in us there? into like uh and this is a controversial one but like a pre-explosion like Hiroshima. Uh, yeah you could do that that you would know? be something uh that that's a really difficult one because i think you have to be very careful with that one yep 
but you could definitely do it and say, oh, yeah, there were zombies there. Yeah. You just didn't know about it because the U.S. nuked it, and that was part of the reason why they nuked it. Yeah, yeah. Or even a Pacific island that they were testing nukes on in the 50s or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, just one of those. Yeah, you know, that's probably a safer one to use. Yeah. It's one of those random islands we just blew to hell. Yeah. Uh, Juan, link on the Discord link. It should be in the description of the video, and it's on my channel, by the way, dude. There's a lot of places you can find it. But isn't that – I mean, think about anything in the Pacific front you can do. I mean, go medieval times, any places that were wiped out or, like, any natural disasters. You can have um, monsoons. It'd be fun to see, have a monsoon map somewhere in India or something like that and see how that affects you. And, the like, there's a flooding aspect to it similar to what we're seeing you in, throw, in the Titanic. You could throw, throw in those swimming uh, aspects. Mm -hmm. Peruvian. They love, map. This, they love their swimming mechanics. Oh, how Mayan, uh, Mayan calendar day, you know, when they all got wiped out or something like that. It could be the zombies or any of those ancient El Dorado where that went away. And also, oh, El Dorado would yeah. be fun if you actually like were in El Dorado. I would like that a lot. The city that, of gold. That would kind of, it'd remind me a lot of like, uh, I think it would remind me of the torture or the, sh the frozen path. What, yeah, because the frozen, the frozen dawn, dawn. frozen dawn, dawn just right. frozen dawn, just frozen. Dawn. I know, I knew it. <laughs> Maybe annoyed at Nick's that, review that of the frozen dawn that and that lost underground city. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they change it around. Like Uncharted made it in the first one. If you haven't played Uncharted one, come on, get on it. Uh, but El Dorado is a singular statue, and that's someone what the said, city of gold is. Someone said Chernobyl, which I'm yeah. totally on. Yes, board yes, I've heard that so one. That I, I kept had... forgetting that one. Mm -hmm. I want that one just so I have an excuse to go to Chernobyl. <laughs> do you know you can do this? You can take tours of Chernobyl now. Oh, really? Is it, uh, you can it's stay there at hotels. You can stay in the exclusion zone. Wow. Like, it's it's safe. It's legal. It's everything. You basically just take tours of abandoned buildings. Mm -hmm. It's basically just like disaster porn. Um, Pretty cool. But that would give me an excuse to do that. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, I, I have wanted to visit Chernobyl. And there's also a family that lives there that never left, that they're okay. They're not dead yet. So, Not yet. I suck today. So I said Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. That's another great one. See, this is, this is Chernobyl, Machu Picchu, Pompeii, Atlantis, a Pacific island that was nuked, or just a, in the ocean that was nuked, right? Any nuke testing. Uh, what else was there that we've already mentioned? Keep the list going. Um, oh, Black Plague. Anything to do with the Black Plague. That works. Oh, what was... Let me get the number up again, because it's so mind-boggling to me. Um, how many... How much of the population was wiped out by the Black Plague? It's a large number, isn't it's, it? It's massive. That's why I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, uh... Because it's because I messed that up before when I was talking about the Holocaust, where there's only like six to eight million Jews were reported to get killed in the Holocaust, but the prisoners of wars were 30 million people, and that's what I was referring to. And I, I'm still kicking myself for being an idiot, not double checking uh, that because in World War II's campaign, it's a prisoner of war camp, blah 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 blah. Anyway, 30 to 50 percent of Europe's population between 1747 and 1359 was extinguished. Uh, was there anywhere else with better besides that? 30 to 60% of Europe's population. It brought the... I wish... what? Give me the world population. Where is it? It brought the plague reduced the world population from an estimated 450 million down to about 350 to 375 million people in the, in the 
14th century, it took 200 years for the world population to recover to the previous level. The plague reduced uh, as outbreak, blah, blah, blah. So just think in at least in your country, 30 to 60%. So the other one had 30 to 50%. Let's just call it 40%, right? Mm -hmm. America, even though it's like 325 million people, we'll say think about 40% of the people dying in 10 years or in five years do you know how mind-boggling that is think about our country yeah. all right and say 50 think about 50 percent is take half the country and they're gone all those people are gone they're just like gone we're, they're we're dead cutting, you're, you're cutting california you're cutting texas you're cutting new york florida they're you know gone that is 40 percent. i know but because the numbers scale and all that type of stuff we'll just talk percentages so just think about them in europe we're just like Every one out of two people just about is dead. In your family, someone's going to die. Mm -hmm. Holy! You wonder why we're obsessed with, like, apocalypse scenarios? Like, that is... That is, like, wow! Like, I, 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 I'm... I don't know. I enjoy putting myself where I do it. Maybe I don't enjoy it. But putting myself in that situation being like, could I survive? And that's maybe how I get empathy in my life. And it's just like how could you exist like that as a person how how much anxiety would you be filled with like I'm, or would you finally make peace like well everyone's fucking dying so i'm probably gonna die too so like what could coming. you could you imagine it's just like holy god that is that's unbelievable just to think like you go to your school tomorrow and half the people don't live anymore dead Mm -hmm. oh and obviously like if you're doing avengers blink amount of existence that's a little more shocking than the uh, excuse me a couple day to week long process the plague takes on an individual so just like uh you know i guess i guess it's still craziness so we could do that place all right enough about the black plague mm -hmm. it's ancient history john it's coming so so is that, is that pretty much everything from the uh, Jason, we hit all yes, the yes yes i believe we hit all the shit we want should we should we look at the patron topics yes we should we should and the donation topics as well i have here um let's see uh blah, blah. asteroid delta or no we're visible what do you make of all the maps on blackout being the maps that would be in chronicles 2 that's not all of them but call of the dead that's a good point i'd never thought about that call of the dead yeah, and buried it opens is there up call of the dead buried transit Shit. is buried in is buried in there it's the the gazebo and then down beneath oh, it, right. the maze yeah it's in yeah, there that's true yeah you know what that's a really good call what about uh die rise could be the skyscraper in there you just do like a black ops 2 zombies remastered essentially at that yeah. point yeah you really it really does work that's a really good point i i hadn't put it in that perspective you're fantastic Yeah, when you put it in that context and you've already got the mob of the dead remake everything you're just shy of origins really yeah uh, also for Halloween event, I could totally see a con the construction site having a die rise similarities. Look, he even mentions that too. That oh, yeah. spot on, man, vegetable. Spot on. That's great. Vegetable, you're killing the game. Nailed it. Love it. it. All, All right. right. Yep. Go ahead. Before we get into it, uh, I got yeah, a donation yeah. from King Alka who said uh, the gobble gum color mattered in Black Ops Three. Each color indicated that if a gun was time based yep. or use based or whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't yes. realize that. Yep. So that's time-based. So maybe Pop Shocks is time-based now. You only get like four uses or 30 seconds or something like that to try and balance or they it. Just, or they might have just swapped around the color palettes. Sure. True. Very true. Uh, very true. Okay. So we have uh, – if so this first topic comes from Mad Lobster 17. Hey, Mad Lobster. Lobster. Yep. says, if you could pick one thing to bring to Black Ops 4 Zombies, what would it be? Bring to Black Ops 4 Zombies? Yeah, so I guess one, one item Ultimus, you want to bring back. Ultimus for, for a whole season. 
Just give me no, Ultimus. We're already technically getting Ultimus. Pick something that we don't have. No, I want Ultimus for the whole season, though. Um, That we don't have. But we have so much, Sean. We're spoiled. I want Vulturade back. I feel like that's a perk that really fell the wayside. Yeah, I don't really mind Vulturade or PhD Flopper. I don't really care to see either of them back. Not that I don't like PhD. Just like at this point, I can't stand the cult behind PhD Flopper you anymore. PhD. It's basically the Rick and Morty fan base for <laughs> PhD <laughs> the Flopper. The Rick and Morty fans of perks. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there anything really fantastic game mechanics that was super duper fun? Like, I don't even... I don't know. What's missing? Mm. They they're bringing everything back. They have almost everything you can imagine there. I don't know. There's no wonder weapons I really want back. Like I feel like Voltrade was just an underrated perk. Like I want I want, I want a super. You know what? I want grief. That's what I want. I, I already discussed it. I want grief back. No. You can have what you want. It's it's fine. If grief comes back. I'm not gonna be a bitch about Let's it. Start a grief cult. I just <laughs> I just rather resources go to something more fun than grief. Is is my only rationale. That's why I get a distasteful from it. All right, now sure. from power outage, who's yeah. an ultra rare patron? Ultra says, rare, uh, 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 ultra rare. He <laughs> said, uh, "What do you think about there being so many types of boss zombies in nine? Worrisome. Nine, and we mentioned this on the bonus episode. Nine has a lot. I think five. Yeah, you and have it, the two it, guys, uh, the glowy guy. You have the mother spider guy. You have the axe guy, the hook guy, the mother. Yeah, yep, yep, that's the lions. Four. And there's the tigers, lions. There it, is, there it is. Tigers, tigers, tigers. Definitely tigers." Cool. So, yeah, you have all these extra zombies, and I, mm -hmm. I think something like the lions will be just a, a round-based thing. Mm -hmm. But all those other baddies could potentially be too many. Yeah. You know, people complain about um, World War II zombies oh. having too many whistlings. Whistlings, bombers, you name it. I never had an issue with the bombers. The bombers I got on just fine with. Well, you didn't play the tortured path on the boat map, so. It, that could be. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, it, it, it's worrisome, but I trust Treyarch to make the right decisions. Mm -hmm. How about this one from Jeepus Chrysler, who says, uh, <laughs> that's a good one. A good uh, what is one core make or break element in map design that you think has done well or poorly in zombies? Mm -hmm. uh, map design? Uh, yeah. Let me just Easter egg design jumps into my head real quick. Morse code. If there's any more effing Morse code Easter eggs that players literally have to listen like, go into a phone booth and listen to shit or stare and listen to shit. I think Morse code is some of the most unfun mechanics ever in Easter eggs. It sucks. But back up to game mechanics. Silly rad rant over there. Game map design. What's something that uh, is great for you, John? For me, it's transportation. If you can get around the map fast, I think mm -hmm. that makes a map. That's what killed transit because it's just so slow. Transportation is huge. Yep. And Even it punishes like, you for trying to go somewhere else. No, I think I think you nailed it on the head with transportation. My mind immediately went to solo accessibility. Yes, um, yes, that's another good one. I think I think if a map has solo accessibility, that can be huge. I think one of um one of Call of the Dead's greatest features was that you do the Easter egg in solo or multiplayer. Like yeah. A really underrated facet of that map. Yes. And then we talked about World War II, how much it really caters to the cooperative game style, but not the single player. Yep. I think there should be way, way more mechanics like Moon and Call of the Dead where you have single player that goes up to a certain point and you can do an Easter egg. And then there's even more Easter egg if you get more people to reward that type of play, especially because there's bots in the game mode now. Or you even have like less steps, but you get more Easter egg with more steps if you have more people. I think those are all fantastic ways to reward players. 
So this next one from Big Zesty, who's an ultra rare patron. Um, the reason I find this question interesting is because we really sang Zombie Rush's praises, but he brings up a uh, an interesting perspective to it, where he Ooh, says, "Will Zombie Rush be something that really changes the game, or will it quickly turn into a no revive challenge?" Because you know, in Zombie Rush, if my teammate goes down, I really mm -hmm. have no incentive to revive him. Well, maybe it's like uh, Dead Ops Arcade, because it sounds a lot like Dead Ops Arcade, by the way. This whole game mode, the way this scoreboard works is basically mm -hmm. it's Dead Ops, that they have their own lives, and it comes from a team pool of lives, so you can't go out of your way not to revive them because they're going to keep taking your lives away. So you want to keep them alive so they stop yeah. siphoning your lives. So that I think could that's be a mechanic. The, that's the big thing. If they can figure out a way to incentivize cooperation when somebody goes down, because mm -hmm. obviously you want to work against them, but you want to keep them alive that could be helpful mm -hmm. uh what will be the elixir equivalent in the aether oh, story elixirs. if novel gums aren't yeah, coming back i think it's just elixirs that was from cheese puff yeah it's probably going to be some um, version of elixirs or maybe the gobble gums do come back he just lied to milo just for that map he would or maybe he just phrased it in a way that was just like there's no gobble gums in the chaos storyline something like that i mean they're going to be in there there's no doubt they're in some shape way or form it's going to be Elixirs or something, Monty-related, or Shadow Man. Mm -hmm. If they're not in there uh, at all, I will be shocked on the record. If I get in the map and there's just classic, like, BO1, no extras. No gobblegum. That will be interesting to be like, this is this will feel it, like a different experience. It, it'd be fun to have a map that'd be bare bones. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea how I'd feel about uh, that. I mean, I guess I, would, I guess I would want the option. I don't know. I but it no could idea. be interesting to have one map that's basic. But maybe that also turns off the community where everybody's like, oh, I've never played that map. It yep. doesn't have elixirs. There's no god juice. Need the god juice. Need my god juice. Uh, Red Chief asks why I look like Kevin Smith. I think it's because my hat is on backwards. Yeah, that's really it. That's that's all you have in Pretty sure that's Kevin all Smith. I got going for me. Yeah. Uh, new Wonder Weapons in New Wonder Weapons in Blackout. That was from Full Metal John. That'd be cool. Scavenger. Really Scavenger would be freaking awesome in Blackout. Oh, Scavenger. Scavenger would be amazing. Get that out of a supply crate. Do you know how that would change the game? Especially because they got a timer. And at the very least, as yeah. they're running away from it, they're going to take like 50 to 100 points of damage running away from the bubble. And now their armor's heart are off and they're damaged. So it's not a one hit down. It's not like, oh, you're going to kill everybody instantly. I like it. I like it a lot if you could put the Scavenger in Blackout. I think that would make the game great. Oh, that you know what? That's probably the best Wonder Weapons you can add because, like, a Thunder Gun, yeah, just like instant death, cool, but instant death. Like, we don't want those instant death weapons. Have you actually used a ray gun to kill anybody? Uh, yeah, I heard it's hard, you have to be close range, it's more like a shotgun. Okay, because I got the ray gun and I basically just wasted all of my ammo immediately. Yeah. You can't do it at a uh, long range, yeah. Uh, so just a weird or interesting or quirky theory from tribute 347 a premise patron says what okay. if the map nine goes into the characters only having nine lives so maybe they used all of their deaths in the in the music video and they're on their last life that'd be interesting that's a cool idea mm -hmm. remember that's jason's a... snarky comment in the same interview we forgot to mention that yeah that jason he just in like... the interview said they asked him why is it called nine he's like i'm not gonna tell you yeah you'll you're find not out. gonna know yeah. for another four months four to six months it's just like who oh, jason Oh, just it's it's so exhausting Jason, you really you really point. get off on dragging these things out i know you want to talk about being a dead horse it's like jason please please stop you're killing me 
Yeah, so that was that was all the uh, the the topic suggestions from the patrons that I found interesting this week. Okay. A lot of people were asking what gun gang we belong to, whether it's the Karg ninety eight gang, the Olympia gang, the, oh, uh, the Mauser Lex. gang, the God, Five gang, Dust Bowl, we're Dust Bowl we're, game. Yeah, we're in the Dust Bowl game. We don't play your your game. We play our own game. Um, I have a bunch right there, of we'll donations see. to get through too. So um, let's hear it, Reed. Lay them on me. Sure. Asteroid Delta complained that the trailer was way too it. slow with the mu- or the music was too slow for the trailer for the Mad Hatter song. But that's a that's a problem to take up with Avenged Sevenfold, not there Treyarch. There you are. There you are. Um, unless they were, Avenged Sevenfold was directed by Treyarch to make a slower song, but I doubt it. I bet they made the song and then Treyarch had to try and make something exciting around that. Fox Foxland Barkland. Fox, what is that? Fox Slim Barkin. What an interesting name. Uh, Blood of the Dead is the bad ending for the premise, save for last. So maybe they do get a bad ending that way. It could happen. We've talked about that. The premise yeah. will end up getting punched in the face. Hopefully. Vegetable donates again. Uh, I don't think being more open and newbie friendly necessarily means that Nine will be the easiest Easter egg. I think Nine is going to be involved in with a super Easter egg. Ooh, that's good. Four months later, what does nine mean? Complete the nine other maps to open. Maybe not nine maps. Maybe there's nine is called nine, but there's four maps, or maybe there's nine Easter eggs and multiple Easter eggs per map. Maybe there's nine portals and two maps per portal or something like that. And then you come back into nine that opens an area. Good idea, vegetable. I you're killing it today. Killing it. I mean, if 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 Jason is setting up this idea that map that nine is a map that'll live for four or five months after it, then you can assume it's probably the most expansive in terms of story, I guess, then and could play into it later on like that. Really, really cool idea. I like that. That's something the devs would talk about, especially if they're doing continuous updates. An idea to keep bringing people back to nine is there's maybe nine occurrences on that map or nine. That's that's awesome. I like that a lot. I think Nine is going to be involved with it. Up, there's really no way I see this game not having a super Easter egg, and we will play uh, into the name Nine. Yeah, super Easter egg in the name Nine. I could see that. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. There's something cheeky about it. Very, very good. Um, EV Bro Twenty Two, Zombie Chronicles for Black Ops Four. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd be shocked, shocked if we don't end up getting uh, Black Ops uh, Zombie Chronicles two with everything that we don't have because then everything's on one generation of console and you don't need a pc to play all the games and they all look better mm-hmm. um yeah what's he <laughs> i guess uh Nara reed he, i just got a ps4 username Nara reed i need a team to grind the easter egg so either we or papa reed can be first in the world give me your names if you're interested also zombie rush and dead ops arcade 3 no, also Zombie Rush is Dead Ops Arcade 3. I think it is, to be honest with you. I think it's a spiritual successor yeah. to Dead Ops. And yeah, go ahead. Uh, Nara Reed's a, a supporter of the channel for a very long time and a very generous donator. Go ahead. Try and fill out his team. You can also do that in my Discord. There's party up chats. You can talk and figure out who you want to game up with. And there's actually voice channels you can use. So there's four people in there. So people don't join and bother you, but you can have your full team having fun. Please use my Discord. It's a great place for you to build your own little community within my community. Thank you, Nari, for the donation. Ryan, do you think they'll bring back the Winter's Howl? Uh, yeah, the we want the, the yeah, Super Winter's Howl, right? If, if there was to be a throwback weapon in Classified, it'd be the Winter's yeah. Howl. Or the, like, the perfect one before it gets broke and worked on or whatever. And we'll have to do this like, whoa! Excuse me, now I get it. And the last donation just coming in here is uh, uh, Foxlin Barkin again. 
ask what a good name what about the destructible walls they show yeah we talked about that a lot on the yeah. other show that's why we kind of skimmed it in this one but it's cool the destructible like walls is it's one awesome. of my favorite things in the map so far i think i've been crying for dynamic maps for years now and every time we get a little bit of dynamic maps we're like oh yeah i think this is awesome if we can actually see destructible environments to help uh keep us in the zone for immersion so mm -hmm. I, that's a. Uh, I think that's going to nail all my wonderful donations. Thank you all. That was really generous this week. Thank you so much for supporting the show and supporting us. I'm glad you can tolerate my things being out of sync and all that, <laughs> even though it wasn't. And hopefully you continue to enjoy everything we're doing. We'll be back here next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, John. Does that sound good to you? Mm -hmm. And we got, a, we got a special premise episode next week. We do. So we're going to have the premise guests on here, those who have supported us at the highest tier. Thank you so on much. Patreon. That's You'll exciting. be here discussing zombies with us on the show. We, again, are on Spotify and iTunes. Both links are in the description. You can support the Patreon itself to get access to the bonus show and a bunch of other good stuff. And you still get a keychain if you sign up now. And you can get a poster as well if you sign up at a higher tier. So there's mm -hmm. there's plenty of stuff if you, you have, like you the have, show. And want if, you want, if you want the post, you have to sign up within this month. Yes, it ends at the end of September. Mm -hmm. All right. Keychain, though, first 150 people get it. We got yep. a lot. We're getting there. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for coming out this week. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic time until we see you. And I will see you in the next video. Bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We will see you in the next episode.